This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of The Sliced Podcast. In this week's episode, we are covering search engine optimization and breaking it down so you can easily understand it. So let's dive in. Okay, so let's go into the world of SEO, which which honestly I love. And um, I'm going to start with a story. So early in my second business, I realized I probably should look into this whole SEO thing. But in my mind, I think like many other, in many other people's mind, I had the belief that SEO was too technical to learn myself. So I hired someone to help. So it took me spending thir- bucks a month and getting pretty much zero results to say, you know what, maybe I should start to learn this stuff myself. And I'm actually really grateful that I made that, you know, quote unquote mistake, um, or I guess opportunity of outsourcing, because then it pushed me to learn it better than I would have probably otherwise, because I wanted to like get that return on my investment. So in that time, I dove deep into the world of SEO and kind of came out the other side with, I think, a pretty decent understanding of at least how the whole thing works. So Google or Bing or Yahoo or DuckDuckGo has a job, and its job is to serve you up relevant content that answers your search queries. So optimizing for search engines is the practice of trying to get Google or other search engines to serve up your content to relevant niches and search phrases called keywords. So that's basically all you're doing. So how do you get your content to rank? So basically, no one knows the exact how of Google's algorithm um, in its entirety, because obviously then they would know exactly what to do to get to the top, and so it's super valuable to keep that secret. But basically, we're left to leave it up to different studies when when people have observed top ranking sites and maybe what they have in common. So we're left with a few things that we can be almost positive can impact your rank. So keep in mind, there's hundreds of different factors, but these include some of the most important ones. So backlinks. So this is the most crucial to building up what's called your page authority, often referred to as domain authority or DA. And a backlink is, is it's basically anytime someone links back to your site, like a hyperlink over some sort of text, you know, those words that are hyperlinked are called the anchor text. And the anchor text provides context to Google about what your site might be all about. For example, if you get a lot of hyperlinks or called backlinks in the world of SEO over the word great recipes, cooking recipes, check out these recipes, and that's the anchor text, Google's going to start to understand, oh, okay, people are liking this site and referring to it for recipes. Essentially, the more people start linking to your site, the more Google's algorithms thinks that your site is pretty legit. So a backlink is a vote of confidence, and they are crucial to your rank. So next is site speed. So Google also has to keep in mind its user experience. So when Google ranks something, it's basically, in effect, 
suggesting that website. So if it ranks something and that certain site has lag time in its in its loading and they do that over and over and over and over, you're going to start to lose your trust in Google because you're going to be like, Google's recommending really shit websites. So, and you might eventually switch over to Bing. So that's not good for Google. So Google needs to recommend sites that load properly. So make sure you have good site speed. Next, keywords. In the old days of Google, it was honestly this simple. Google would just read the keywords on your meta description, um, which is like that little preview text you see in Google, and in your title tags, which is the page title or the blue words you see in Google. And then it would crawl your web page. So you used to be able to stuff your page with keywords like taxi, 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 taxi everywhere and had a decent shot of ranking. So, I mean, it's obviously no longer so simple. Google crawls every web page that is indexed and they're actually going to punish you for bad practices like keyword stuffing. So don't try anything shady. However, if you're if you're trying to rank for, let's say, Tudor in Dallas, you'll probably want to put those keywords on your page and in your title um, and maybe sporadically throughout the website. And so Google's basically trying to look at the context of your site to determine, is this a fit or is this going to be a fit for what people are searching for? Okay, next. So Google has gotten a lot smarter. So user experience is next on the list. So it wants to serve up content that easily answers the question that people are searching for. For ones that can quickly answer, they might even highlight that content in their featured snippet section, which is what happens when you Google something and get the answer up in bold before you even get to the search results. And that's huge for traffic um, on pretty much any search. So all in all, Google and other search engines want to make sure that they're serving up content that is has user-friendly feel to it. It's easy to read, the information is well-organized, and the site has a positive user experience. Okay, next is site time, scroll depth, and bounce rate. So these are basically indicators of the same thing as, as our last one. It's, are people spending time engaging with your content? So this is kind of how they measure that. So are they immediately bouncing back to the search page? Are they reading all the way down the article or maybe are they giving up after a few seconds? All of this tells Google where the page should rank. So the more helpful and engaging the content and the deeper the scroll depth and you know the longer time spent on the site, the more likely it is to rank. There's actually a great article from Backlinko, which I think is just the greatest resource if you're just getting started with SEO stuff from Brian Dean. He started Backlinko. So I will link that article in the description. But yeah, there's there's a bunch. There's also like is your keyword in the domain name? Like if you're if I'm searching for artsicle, let's just say that domain is going to pop up, you know, versus something else. So if I'm searching Coca-Cola, you know, and you have Coca-Cola fan blog, you know, .com, you might have a decent shot. I mean, if it were anything other than Coca-Cola, you know, which is like massive, if you have something in the domain of your website, you also have a decent chance of ranking. So you also want to take into effect if it's mobile friendly, if you have a good domain authority. So, you know, building up those backlinks so you have a higher domain authority score is going to help you. So, yeah, basically the game of SEO is how can I find questions that target my customer? Or sorry, I said that completely wrong. How do I find questions that 
my target customer, right? So like you're trying to get in front of the people who you think are going to buy your products by answering their questions with content. So it's basically content marketing. But um, you're doing it in a, in a unique way because you need to find opportunities or keywords that enough people are going to be searching for but that aren't too competitive to rank for. So you basically got a parallel path this with a strategy of how can I build up my backlinks and increase my site's authority so that Google will start to trust me and be more likely to rank my content. So basically, that's the mission and that's the goal in SEO. And luckily, there's a lot of tools and tips that um, I'm going to help you with for how to how to actually achieve that. So um, I actually think there's there's an even ultimate SEO bonus hack that I'll give you. So you can actually pay a targeted blog, which is what we've we've covered in a previous lesson. So if you haven't heard that episode, go check that out. Um, and you can leverage their higher domain authority and build up backlinks to that blog rather than to your site for a faster way to rank. So I think this works best with like listicles. If you say like 10 best ways to XYZ, you can see if you start to build up links let's say 10 best ways to solve whatever product your problem solves list yourself as number 1 in the sponsored article and but then still provide you know a list of 10 other people that are valuable google's going to say oh yeah this is like a really helpful article and then you'll get the click throughs of people from the number 1 slot and then boom you've just instantly leveraged someone else's higher domain authority that you that could basically save you years but um realistically, if you if you just spend a few weeks researching, you can come out with a very good understanding of SEO and how it works. So um, I want to give you some resources and tools to get you started. So um, at least if you do ultimately want to hire someone, you know what questions to ask. So a few tools. Um, how do I want to go about this, actually? So I guess if you're just wanting to learn, I would do Backlinko and you can watch his stuff on YouTube. He also has a blog and he has a website. I would go to Neil Patel. He has good SEO tips. He gets a little spammy um, using his own tool as like the only solution for all issues, but still, still worth checking out on YouTube and exploring his blog. And then Peyton Clark Smith, he has good SEO education. Um, he has like an SEO agency and it kind of talks about how he built that agency. So I think those are great. Um, now, those, those are how you're going to learn. And then once you start to learn, you're going to want to make sure your site speed is up is up to par. And you can use tools like TinyJPEG to compress your files to actually increase your site speed. Um, you can also use tools like Ubersuggest, AH, which I would start with Ubersuggest because it's free. Um, but if you, it's, it's not as robust, but, um, if you are looking for how, you know, how do I find keywords that people are searching for that aren't too competitive? These are the tools. And then also these same tools are going to help do site audits and make sure. Um, so yeah, I guess, um, I'm structuring this in a bad way, so please forgive me, but let's say for site audits, I would use Ubersuggest, Ahrefs, which is A-H-R-E-F-S. SEMrush or Moz, those are like, those, those, those are what you should use, one of those. And basically, they're going to tell you how good your site's doing in terms of like how many backlinks you have, where you're ranking, what your load speed is, where your, what keywords you're already ranking for, what keywords you could start to rank for, etc. 
So, and then if you're looking for actual keywords, I would go to seed keywords. Um, I'd also use Answer the Public, which Neil Patel actually just bought, but it's a great tool um, that you can type in any topic and it'll give you the keywords around that topic. So like how, who, what, when, where, all all the like different keywords around, you know, like let's say dog food, you could go and then it'll say like, what's the best dog food? That could be a keyword. Obviously that's going to be super competitive, but you might find longer tail keywords, which they call long tail because if you think of all the possible search terms in the world and you think about it as like a as like a asymptote graph, you know, where it's like a lot, a lot, a lot are very few keywords, a lot of searches, and then it starts to like ramp down and approach, you know, like zero for uh, searches that are hundreds and, you know, 10 keywords, 12 keywords, 13 keywords, 14 keywords, like the more and more you get, the like less and less people are searching that in Google, just like statistically. So they call that the long tail. That's like all the different keywords um, that maybe aren't just like blue, you know, or like food or like food near me, you know, it might be something more nuanced, like what's the best way for a coach to get certified? You know, that's that's a longer tail keyword, but it's also incredibly targeted. So anyway, Answer the Public is going to give you a lot of information on the different search terms around a specific topic. You can also use Ahrefs like we talked about, Uber Suggest like we talked about, Exploding Topics, and you know, if you're just looking for what people are searching for, Reddit, and even more just to find content that you think might be worth trying. Okay, um, next, how do you start to build up links? So I think the days of just reaching out to people and typing up a blog post for them and then they link back to you and then before you know it, you have, you know, uh, it just got too competitive. You just can't do that anymore. So I would use tools like RhinoRank, Turkle, and NoBS Marketplace to actually build up quality links. So do not do not, I repeat, do not go to Fiverr or something like that and order links. Those are bad spammy links. You want to use clean, quality, good links. Um, and I don't want to get like too into that because that's like a whole topic in and of itself, like white hat SEO strategy versus not. But um, basically, you want to use the best practices for you know, like broken link building or infograph cre- creating, data sharing, guest posts, etc. If you're going to do link building efforts on your own, which honestly you need like a whole team to do. So I don't know if I recommend that, but um, for outsourcing it, yeah, you can you can use guest post tracker, which is going to tell you what websites take guest posts, you know, so you don't have to waste a bunch of time doing outreach to see, you know, who, what websites can I use that are going to help build up my site authority. So yeah, but I would say the best, yeah, the best practices if you're going to do it internally are like doing the broken link building. So like you reach out to sites where they, they have a link that's no longer live and you're like, Hey, I got a 404 on this link. Is there any way you'd be willing to swap it out in, in place of mine? My, my website is similar and offers like the same solution to the problem. And I'd love to be featured and I'm a fan of your blog. So let me know. And then you've done them a favor because they don't want to have like a broken link on their site. And yeah, 
I don't know if that all makes sense. Okay, so then also like infographics creating is like a, such a good way to get backlinks right now. So like you create a really cool image, a really cool infographic, and like it looks beautiful and it, it's information dense and people are like, oh my gosh, I love this. I want to put this in my article. They put the image in their article and then they link back to your site and boom, there you go. You got a backlink. Data also kills it. So I would go more like data infographic rather than like guest posts, but guest posts historically, like if you were doing SEO like five to 10 years ago, you'd be like going crazy on guest posts. I just think Google got too smart um, and it's kind of figuring out the whole guest post BS. So anyway, yeah, that's a whole bunch. But um, otherwise, you can just order links that are like clean placements um, through Rhino Rank and no BS. Those are like the secret, secret resources I am reluctant to even share, but I'm doing it because why not? All right. So yeah, that's pretty much that's pretty much it for a high level. That is more than enough to get you going on SEO. So hopefully that was interesting to you. Um, and I'll catch you guys next week. All right. Bye. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Sliced Podcast. If you enjoyed listening, we would love for you to share this little slice of insight with your friends. See you next week.